Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Stephanie Hanlon Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I will unpack the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that today, more than any time before, we're living through the most impactful events in history, changes in the world that are leading to rising confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately fear. For those who are awake, your view of your world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Whether it's the growing social and political divisiveness, the need to pivot in business or career, or shifting family dynamics, very few know how to deal with or manage what is unfolding before them. Whatever you're experiencing in your world, Stephanie and I have deeper conversations about mental, emotional, and spiritual health that provide a context for the living that we hope inspires you to ask different questions and has you check in to ask yourself the hard questions. Like, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? Are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our vision is to provide you ideas and tools that you can apply in your life that you can use to take steps in your evolution of being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen then, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Stephanie. Hey hon. So guess what? Tell me. 52 weeks. 52 weeks. In one a, year. One year. year. Happy anniversary. Mindset Matters one year anniversary. So I thought for this episode, for at least part of it, I would go back on some things that we, that I wanted to share that, you know, in reflection of this particular episode is that, you know, through Mindset Matters, we talk a lot about different things. And one of the episodes that came up for me because it was a very well listened to episode. It was uh, episode number two called Self-Discipline. And at the end of that, I had said something along the lines of, you know, hey folks, promise to get better. Uh, we're going to keep doing at it. You know, we're keep going to keep going at it and uh, we will get better. And it's all about discipline and our commitment to discipline. And here we are 12 months later, I think far better. I think so. I think so. And the realization that in the episodes that we've done, you know, we're always weaving in our own stuff through all of that. Well, what's really cool about this anniversary and I guess any anniversary is that there's a moment for pause, you know, for celebration, for reflection. And I think that's something that I don't want to step over going forward is to really take the time to, to, to acknowledge and honor that we did stick to it. We had some stick to itiveness and we had some self discipline and it wasn't always easy. No, because you're hard to work with. I am. No, no, you're hard to work with. <laughs> you're hard to work with. No, you're hard to no, work with. No, you are. Anyway, so we had some fun with it. But, you know, it is an interesting thing at an anniversary. Those are milestones. And, you know, we, you know, in, in the world that of real estate, for example, we talk about milestones as people buy certain, you know, volumes like three, eight, 17 properties, for example, we celebrate those milestones. It's to take a moment and to reflect and say, wow, look what I've, you know, I've come a distance, 
Yeah. And we'll think about birthdays or celebration, anniversaries, graduations. For example, I mean, I'm just coming off a really powerful event this weekend and I'm really celebrating a big win. I mean, Ice Academy Montreal owned the podium again at Skate America 2022. Yeah, you guys are rocking it. Well, and celebrating and acknowledging, slowing down it so that you don't step over it because if there's no way to assess or identify progress, then how do we know how well we're doing? Well, we're going to do an episode on the book, The Gap and the Gain. I think it's just a powerful, powerful book. Uh, Dan Sullivan, uh, Benjamin Hardy wrote that, co-wrote it, and really fantastic. And the point of it was that you look at the gain and not always stare at the gap. And as A-type personalities and entrepreneurs and business owners, we have that tendency to always be looking at what it what we haven't accomplished or what it could or have what's been, missing. you know, and what was missing or whatever. It's the, you know, it's the ever ending conversation about, oh, I'm going to head for the horizon and leave on that journey to reach the horizon. And it never comes. Oh, it's like it. tomorrow. I'm going to do that. To, but my mom always said, you know, tomorrow never comes. <laughs> so here we are. Now, I wanted to just reflect. So for... Our viewers, our listeners, actually, our listeners, soon to be viewers. Soon to be viewers. Okay, we'll talk about Fingers that. Fingers crossed. So we we talked about the gains. So we look at what we've accomplished over 52 episodes, what we've managed to, because I was looking at it going, why are we still doing this? Do we still want to do this? And the answer is yes. But here we are, 52 episodes. That in itself is a bit of a milestone. We launched our shift our second shift coaching program, Setting Honest Intentions for Transformation. And considering a third in the new year. Considering a third in the new year. We did our Mindset Matters three-month introductory program that we did. Once again, we'll probably do that in the new year. We actually have book dates for that. And it really was about the self-discipline to keep on doing this. We also... Uh, I launched a YouTube channel just recently, by the way, we've got a bunch of stuff uploaded, no video per se, because we've got the everyday millionaire in there. And I do some teaser videos for that, but primarily audio. And then we're going to, in the new year, start doing a YouTube version of I'm my a little set nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to do your hair. I know, and makeup. I uh, know, it's crazy. But also, we, you know, aside from being on Apple and Spotify, we are now on Google Podcasts, we're on Amazon, we're on Podcast Index and Podcast Addict and a couple of others. That's, I never even heard of a lot of those. Well, that's cool. Yeah, if you're in the podcast world, those are pretty common. And so we look at the things that we have done over the past. 52 episodes in the past year and uh, we've made some some pretty cool yeah and thanks thanks for bringing that up because what you what you said before was do we still want to be doing this and i think you know just to reconnect to our why like why are we doing this i mean for me there's a, a purpose to it i love talking i'm really good at it i like hanging out with you once a week at least <laughs> But ultimately, you know, one of the things that is, you know, connected to self-discipline, but it also, I, I bumped into some of my own stuff. You know, you and I process and we, we work very, very differently. And I was the resistant one. I didn't want to have to, you know, commit to every week and do this and be organized and, you know, write notes. And I wanted to freestyle. I wanted to wing it. 
you know, and you're just so good at getting grounded and, and setting a context and a format, which allows my creativity to really kind of get stirred up. So I appreciate that. And I really want to acknowledge you for that, hun, is that I was not easy to work with at first. I was so resistant. But the reason being, and what I got underneath it, my big fat lie, is that I was terrified of being a little bit exposed. Is terrified the right word? I was scared. Yeah. Really? Because you know what's interesting? When you get into the coaching world, I'm a, I've been a coach for over three decades. Coaching is a one-way relationship, really. Coaching is a one-way relationship. So I'm, coaching is not about me. When I got that, you know, I, I do know some coaches and I've met some people in the psych world and psychology and psychiatry that are still processing their own world and their own work and their own traumas through their clients. I made a commitment very early on that my work is about my clients. They don't need to know anything about me. If they ask every once in a while, sure, I'll share something. But it's never about me. I don't use personal life experiences unless I, you know, it's relevant and it's not um, about ego. But when I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking, what if stuff comes up about me and I have to say something <laughs> about my own life? And And that's what's happened over the last year is that I think we've been able to share some cool stories or maybe some learnings and lessons of real life stuff that you and I've been through because we're certainly not perfect. Well, it's interesting that you, you know, something that you, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting comment. I don't know that, you know, terrified is a word that comes into my kind of lexicon of feelings of, you know, doing yeah, a podcast. But as a performer, you know, to be ripped open, there's a, a terror that happens in me that I've had to process over the years. So well, maybe sure. it's not the best word, but. Yeah. So, there, but, but I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. There's, you know, there's certainly a part of me that goes, you know, about the judgment, but I think so many years, you know, but you make an interesting point. So as a coach, you know, that's, it's always one-sided. You're always about the client or you're always about the group, always. you know, and it really isn't about you. Although you might bring into your, like you said, some experiences into it. I think as a speaker and a coach for so many years, you know, especially when you're on the stage in front of hundreds of people, you know, you really are exposed, but if you make it about the audience, that just kind of goes away. The fear goes away. The fear yeah. goes away, but you don't know what those people are thinking. And quite frankly, at this point in my life, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter so much. I don't want to say I don't care, but well, you know, no, I always want to bring well, value. Oh, slow down, cowboy. It's not that you don't care. It's that we can't care. Because if we make it about us, people feel it. So it's not that you don't care what people are thinking, is that we can't care. Because if we care too much, we'll stop the purpose. We yeah. get in our own way and we stop the, the message or we stop what it is that we're trying to get across to people. So it's not that we don't care. It's not that I don't care what our listeners are thinking about right now. It's I can't care because then I will limit or probably edit what I want to say. Well, we always try and make it about the listener. And so for those of you who are perhaps speaking, coaching, doing something, a little trick I learned many years ago, I wish I could give credit to where I learned this from, but I give this guidance all the time to many speakers who have been on our stages over the year where they've said, I'm really nervous and what do I do? And, you know, here's a fundamental, and this is to me a pro tip. So if you're a speaker, is you know, in a, if you're on a podcast, if you're on the stage, if you're talking to a small group, a big group, here's the question that you need to ask yourself if you're feeling a little bit nervous or uncertain. And that is, what do you want the audience to do after hearing you speak that they wouldn't do before hearing you speak? Mm, good one. And the reason that question is so powerful, I'm going to repeat it. What do you want your audience to do after hearing you speak or hearing you present that they wouldn't have done prior to hearing you speak or hearing you present. Now, the reason that is actually so profound 
and powerful is because it makes everything that you're about to say about the audience. It shifts. It actually is a line that or a switch that gets flipped in your brain that makes it about the audience. And when you make it about the audience, nerves really go away. You can be excited to actually deliver something that you want your audience to take on, to do. That's the difference between motivational speakers and inspirational speakers or transformational speakers is I find that there's people, even I think about teachers and, and the kids over the last couple of years who've had to, you know, sit on Zoom or on, you know, on teleconferencing and, and the, the teachers sitting there, you don't know, you know, if they're inspired or if they're interested or they're just going through the motions. But how even in a situation like that, do you reach and connect and inspire someone to take action, even homework? You know, how do you get them to do their homework if you're just bored or you're making it about you and what it is that you have to deliver? So I think whatever you're doing in this world right now, there's the the AI, there's the video conferencing, there's telecommunications, there's social media, there's so many ways to communicate right now. And I think knowing that we have a purpose and our why, I hope that it really comes across through this particular platform. You know, as much as I like technology and Zoom and all the rest of it, you know, I'm, I've done a couple of live events, a few live events now, and I'm speaking actually next week at a live event. And I'm excited about that. There's a, there is certainly a, a connection there that uh, I like and that I have been missing. And I didn't know I was missing it until, yeah, exactly. until I did it. Anyways, so something else. So then the question is, why do we do this podcast? And there's a fundamental thing that shows up really, number one, it's how we're kind of designed to this, how we operate not everybody operates this way. I mean, I know many very, very successful people who really could give a shit. They're not, they're not interested. In, they're just about <laughs> themselves making money and good for them. Well, that's not and about good themselves. For them. Don't say that. That's, that would well, be minimizing what they do because no, they have I a huge impact on the world. I don't mean it that way. I mean, it is that there's maybe a place where you and I have attached our contribution to making a difference, standing on the shoulders of giants, really helping other people win. And then you know, we get dragged along and we do okay in the, you know, in the, in the meantime, but you, that's how you, I'm not making the other one wrong. I'm just saying is if, if even our listeners can identify what they're doing and does it connect to their purpose and why? Uh, you know, I think to be as successful as they are, uh, you know, some of the people that we know, they have to be connected and otherwise it just wouldn't work. It doesn't work. work. No. So there's a few reasons why we do this, though. And I, you know, I always say that content without context is just more information. And I always try and give what we do a context so that, you know, really anybody listening can, you know, have a framework for the conversations that we're trying to have. And, you know, when I look at why we do this, one of the reasons that we do this is we talk about being a contribution. We talk about significance. We talk about identity. And we talk about it because it's true for everyone. Now, to what degree you see that or want that to be part of your life. So in our case, when we're doing our podcast, I mean, literally, we've had thousands of people, tens of thousands of people yeah, so listen bizarre. to our podcast. And that's kind of cool. We get comments. And, you know, it was interesting that you get these little subtle things. There was one comment that I just happened to glance at today, which is, you know, I listened to your recent podcast. And I don't remember which episode it was. And in that you mentioned or you said, and his biggest takeaway was that you don't have to be Gandhi to make a difference in the world. And you go, 
I, I don't even remember saying that, but you know, it's it definitely something that we would say. And I have said that in the past. I don't remember that particular time. But the point is this, is we look at the difference we can make in the world and it's part of our MO. It's really our operating system is where can we make a difference in the world and have an impact. That's how we're wired. It's what we've done basically all of our life. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a time since we've been together that we haven't been trying to be a contribution. And, you know, do we seek identity there? Probably. Uh, definitely we seek significance, which is people need that. Yeah, we, it's we, now one of the top drivers actually for human nature is significance. People don't realize that. They think it's food, water, shelter, sex. But right in there is significance. Well, yeah. And so, and then on top of that, out of that comes our coaching programs and, you know, if we can monetize and, you know, we've launched YouTube. So the YouTube channel, by the way, I just want to put it in here because I don't think I mentioned it, was the Everyday Millionaire podcast on YouTube. And then within that is Mindset Matters. So those are where we'll be launching and and developing. Hopefully we're going to develop some more programs and continue to do this and get out there and have a bigger impact in the world. and. I don't know. We'll see where that all goes. Yeah. And thanks, you know, for this moment to reflect and to connect with you and, and our listeners. And and I, I'd like to sort of throw out there, there's been some amazing feedback and some comments and some not so great comments and some challenges that have come in over the year that I think we want to, I'd like to maybe dig into either some of our favorite uh, podcasts or some of the questions that we've had. So Patrick, what do you, what do you, th- what, what's your thoughts? Well, first off, I want to say this is that in, you know, kind of in this segment, we've been kind of droning on a little bit, which was a comment that you had met, made a quote that came to mind for you earlier today when we were kind of riffing off some stuff and you came to a Churchill. Yeah. Winston Churchill quote. You know, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. And read it again. I love that quote. Okay. Please. We make a living by what we get. We make a a life. life by what we give. That's kind of like that woman in our last podcast, one of our last podcasts said, you know, she said, said to her husband or he said to her, you know, honey, you go make the living. I'll make it worthwhile. Okay. I love that quote. I mean, it, it kind of is, it's kind of dovetails, right? Is that we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Well, I think that's one of the reasons that we do what we do is because that's just what lights us up. So that's, that's, I got nothing else to say about that. Okay. So let's talk about a couple of things. What? You just crack me up sometimes. Okay. So there are a couple of episodes that were interesting that really showed up. You know, self-discipline was one of those, uh, was one of our initial podcasts. But we should have just quit after that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it wasn't the most listened to, but it was definitely up there. And the thing about self-discipline is it's a good reminder of what it takes, you know, and making decisions was part of that, you know, in our ability to make decisions. Uh, that was really well received in the discipline side of that uh, equation. Yeah, it was really cool because some of the feedback was, you know, people didn't realize that the word, the Latin word of decision or decide is to cut. And really, when you cut something and you make a decision, you commit and you have that self-discipline to commit to the decision and not backtrack and question and undo it and go, oh my gosh, it's wrong. But the self-discipline it has to gently move it forward will always see you through. And that's where I think that our magic word that came up was, uh, maybe I'm not there, but I'll get there, but I'm not there 
Yet. That's the magic word. Yet. You know, I'm not there yet. I haven't achieved that yet. Not I can't achieve it or I'll never achieve it. it I have not achieved it yet. And that's a magic word. For uh, self-discipline, for sure, because it keeps your energy moving forward in the direction of what you say you want. I'm not there, but I, I, I'm almost there and I'm, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Interesting on the self-discipline of decisions, just to kind of, we've talked about decisions in the past, another cool episode where we talk about is to cut or to let go of something and to move on from it. It's a, it's, it's actually to cut. It's a discipline. It's a cut away. But no, the point is this, is that that's why people have trouble making decisions Mm. because they're letting go of something and going somewhere they have not been before. And that's always difficult. I always think about that. And I've seen, we've seen the memes before right it's the guy on the trapeze in order to <laughs> go to the other bar you have, you have to, to let, let go. go right otherwise you don't go to We're the just other swinging bar. back and forth <laughs> you're just swinging back and forth oh my gosh so true <laughs> isn't it okay and then within that you know self-discipline is another segment we did around community culture and environment and because of self-discipline like i say it was one of the more popular episodes that we did, it's a reminder to people that, you know, that self-discipline comes from inspiration. And we sometimes, our inspiration might, might ebb or flow because of our mindset. But ultimately, if we've put ourselves in the right community, if we have surrounded ourselves with like-minded people, and we have created an environment for ourselves to succeed, then in fact, that self-discipline is easier to carry forward. And it's not just always also about being in an environment of agreement, because that resistance or that pushback is also what, you know, challenges the commitment and challenges the decision. And I think that's really important that in your culture or in the environment that you build, that I've built, is that I also get challenged. It's not just about people, you know, patting my back and blowing smoke. This is about an environment that stretches you. So true. Now, the most recent episode or one of the most recent that we did was around integrity. And that brought up some interesting conversations and And comments, comments and people just really, you know, having not looked at integrity that way or realizing that they were in or out of integrity because it is a bit of a vague word that gets used. That's why we wanted to add a definition to it and dig into it a little bit and talk about it. Um, What did you want to bring up on that one? Well, I think the biggest one was some of the feedback in the emails that we got and comments were, well, what do you mean integrity is not morality? What do you mean integrity is not about, you know, being honest like what is integrity and and what we had defined it as is who I am being when nobody's looking. And I think that's really what landed is who you're being when nobody's looking. My mom, my mom always said, and I don't know where this came from, but I grew up with this statement is that we judge ourselves by our intentions. Others can only judge us by our actions. So we may think we're in integrity with ourselves and our actions and et cetera, but what's coming out and what people are seeing may not be aligned with what we say or who we say we are. So that's what we were trying to dig into and kind of unpack when it came to integrity. It's not about morality. It's not about being truthful or whatever. It's about, can you live with yourself? Like the golfer story, you know, he couldn't cheat. It's you with the, you know, the, the corner brackets, you, there was eight, not one. 
And when you have those moments, it's moments of integrity. It's like moments of perfection. There is no perfect, but there's moments of perfection. It's like integrity. The morality lives within that. But if you have to stand against your values to stick to your morals, there's no integrity in that either. Yes. So that was a good episode. And then one of the more popular, I think this was the most popular most listened to, which was relationship and communication. Yeah, that one brought up a lot for people. So, uh, you know, I, I think we talked a lot about ourselves on that one, which is kind of weird or odd. No? I don't remember. <laughs> you don't listen to them? Well, no, not generally. So, dude. Okay, so relationship and commitment. You know, the the communication. You know, it was really about communication. Some insights that people got where they actually are not doing a good job of communicating. So. I know myself, I don't do a good job. I, I try harder. You just think really loud. I, th I think, think really I... <laughs> loud. No, but beyond that, but it's within the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I forget to say that I think you're beautiful or that you're beautiful. I'll make that comment. Like, and when I remember, I say it, but sometimes I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an age thing too, right? Like I'm not getting any younger either. But no, but it's it's an interesting fact that I know that, you know, anybody likes to be complimented and, you know, you never know the timing, but, yeah. and I only ever say it from sincerity. Well, you know, what's interesting. You, it's funny you say that because it's not one of the things that, that I think about a lot. And you'll usually say it when I'm not feeling beautiful. And, you know, one of the other things is that it's the question of how do I know you love me? How do I know you love me? Well, if you can say you love me, which you do, which is really awesome. And sometimes I drive you crazy and you say that too. And you think I'm a, <laughs> you know, whatever. But somebody asked me, one of my, my colleagues said last, this summer, actually, they were in town for our um, my birthday or anniversary or something. And they said, how do you know Patrick loves you if he doesn't say it? And I go, because he's mowing the lawn. And it just, it was like, it, it stopped the conversation. And they said, what do you mean by that? And I said, when you know Patrick, you know part of what drives him and some people call it a love language is acts of service. So when when you are mowing the lawn or you're, you know, washing the, the, the glass on the patio or whatever. It's like, there's just a place where I know that you're doing that for me and you're doing it for us. And that's, if I haven't heard that you say, I love you. I love you. I love you. I think you're beautiful over and over. Cause I don't, I don't really need that. But when I see you or feel you doing those things, I feel loved. Well, there you go. So yeah, acts of contribution, love languages, we should do a show on love languages. Yeah. Because uh, that's one that everybody can have a reminder. I know, on, right? I the, what are they? <laughs> Gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation, uh, touch. There's a whole bunch of love languages. And when I started to understand what yours were, I didn't need you to remember to say I love you or that I'm beautiful. I can look around our property. I can look at our dogs. I can look at our home. I can look at our bank account. And I just go, mm, he loves me. So folks, you know, this episode particular was nothing specific other than to look at the past 52 weeks of Mindset Matters and for us to say, hey, we did it. 52 weeks. Uh, I think we're going to keep going. That's the intention. <laughs> so no. no, I think we should. So and, 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 and to be grateful. So thanks, hon. Thanks for putting up with me and my resistance and my inability to be consistent and my, you know, my lack of attention to detail. You really are, you know, 
you complete me. There you go. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people seem to like you most, so I don't know what to say about that. No. Okay. No, not, not me. It's you. So that's a wrap for this episode of Mindset Matters. Stephanie, thank you. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends as it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.